Hello, welcome to Now and Then. I'm Karen Pascal. I'm the Executive Director of the Henry Nowen Society. And I am with Sister Sue Mosteller. Sue Mosteller was a great friend of Henry Nowen's. She got to know him when Henry made that enormous move from Harvard to coming to L'Arche Daybreak to be the pastor. So tell me, what was that like? What did it look like, first of all? L'Arche Daybreak at the time, 1986, was uh, in full growth. We had a, a big community. And uh, we were in front of uh, questions that we didn't have answers for. Uh, trying to find our way, particularly around Henry, we were trying to find our way around the fact that we had welcomed people from many different backgrounds and traditions, becoming quite interfaith, but without knowing how to live together and how to worship together uh, as an interfaith community. And our dilemma, or our problem, as we called it, was uh, a big one because we had always wanted and seen ourselves to, first of all, be a Christian community, and then to be a, a community, uh, but a spiritual community, a worshiping community. But we found in trying to arrange worships and so on that we always made each other mad because we weren't doing it in the tradition that somebody else belonged to. And this was a, a, a difficulty for us. And uh, we didn't want to water our spirituality down to nothing. We wanted to be spiritual. We didn't want to convert anybody. We wanted people to deepen in their own tradition. So we had a difficulty. And in some ways, we weren't able to give anybody within the community the authority to lead because nobody knew how. <laughs> And so it was in our discussions of how can we do this and how do we make peace instead of war inside our, around our spirituality that we thought we might need a pastor. And uh, So you brought, well, Henry was a Catholic priest. Is that, did it become just Catholic or what, what happened? And what did he bring to this situation? Well, the, the reason we asked Henry was because he had been spending a year in L'Arche in France. And it's true, he was a Catholic priest. He was very deeply Catholic and very dedicated to his Catholicism. But, uh, and maybe I could just tell the story of Henry uh, coming to Canada to do a wedding during that year. And while he was here, he had to buy a 14-day ticket. And so he didn't want to spend the whole 14 days with the family. And he wrote to us and said, I'm writing a book. When I'm finished the wedding and so on, could I spend seven or eight days with you before my ticket is ready to go back to France? And so he said, I just need a quiet place. So we found a room in the community. We said, you're welcome. And we welcomed him to come. And he got going on his writing. And that was fine. But after about a day or two of his visit, uh, one of the people with a disability in our community was hit by a car and was very seriously injured and in the hospital. And we were, we were very, very upset about this. And uh, this gentleman had lived with us for eight years. We loved him very much. And he was dying in intensive care in the hospital. And we were going and coming and so on until the second day when the family realizing, of course, that this was our fault because we were responsible for their son, asked us not to come to the hospital because they were upset and they were angry. 
So they, that just threw us into chaos, and we, we just were praying, and we were talking about Raymond, and we wanted to do something. Henry heard about this when he was at the dinner table. He borrowed a car without telling anybody. He went to the hospital. He went into the emergency and sat down next to the father and just began a conversation with him and learned about his son, Raymond, who had been hit by a car who was living at L'Arche Daybreak, and they had this conversation back and forth, and then Henry said, well, could I meet Raymond? So the father said yes. He took him into intensive care. They met Raymond and came out. And So it was evening, and Henry said, I think I probably should go now. But he said, could I ask you a question? And the, and the father said yes. He said, uh, have you blessed your son? And uh, Raymond's father said, I, I'm sorry. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. And Henry said, well, I'm just asking. He said, Raymond is very sick and we're not sure that Raymond's going to live. And he said, you know, he said in the Old Testament, many times when the son was going on a journey, the father always gave him a blessing and just to, to send him off for his journey. And he said, I was just wondering if you wanted to give Raymond a blessing in case God wants to take him. The father started to cry. And he said, I, I'm sorry. He said, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I wouldn't know what to do or say. Henry said, perfectly all right. He said, don't worry. I, I just wondered if you wanted to, because if you wanted to do that, I'd be so happy to help you. And the father said, well, yes. He said, I, I'd like to do that, but he said, I, I have no idea. So Henry said, well, let's just go in. He said, it's very simple. He said, I'll help you. So they went back into intensive care. And uh, Henry said, now, why don't you just lean down into Raymond's ear and talk to him and tell him why you love him. He said, this is a blessing for your son. So this father, who was just in agony and so on, he just was crying and he was talking to Raymond and he was saying, please fight for your life because we love you and we want you to come back and and we're here and we're, 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 we just don't want to lose you. And he was crying and he talked to him for, I don't, Henry said, you know, five or 10 minutes. He just talking to him, telling him how much the family loved him and how sad his mother was and, and the whole thing. And so then the man stood up, and then Henry said, now I'll just put my hand over yours, and let's just bless him with the sign of the cross on his forehead and on his hands and on his feet for the journey. So they did this, and the father was just weeping. And they came out, and as, as they came out of the intensive care, uh, Raymond's father said, who are you anyway? And he said, where did you come from? So Henry said, well, I'm a Catholic priest. And he said, I'm visiting the large daybreak community. And he said, I've heard so much because the people there are very upset and they're praying so much for Raymond and they really miss him. So they finished that conversation. Henry, when he was leaving, said, I could come back tomorrow if you'd like me to. And the father said, yes, I would like you and I'd like to do that again. So anyway, uh, Henry went back the next day, and I guess they did it again. I'm not sure. <clears throat> but um, but uh, the, the, uh, that day when Henry was leaving, the father said, tell the people of Daybreak I want them to come back and visit Raymond, which was such a good thing for us. In the meantime, at Daybreak, Henry said, now we're praying for Raymond, but let's do it as a community, not just as individuals. So he said, let's get a picture of Raymond, and we'll put it on everyone's dining room table. We had eight homes. 
So every, we got eight pictures. We put them in those little plastic containers, put it on the dining room table, and after the meal, we always hold hands and say a few prayers. And so Henry said, I'll go to every house and I'll help people to pray. So he went to every house and he said, when you're praying after supper, take the picture of Raymond in your hand and talk to God and tell God what you want for Raymond and why you love Raymond. And then pass the picture and just have it go around the table. So we all did that. And then we all visited. And Raymond actually got better in the year, in the days to come, and he came home. In the meantime, Henry went back to France. And so that's where, right at the moment when we were saying, like, we need help to do this thing with ecumenism in our community and with interfaith. And so someone said, what about Henry Nowen, who visited us? And all of a sudden, we all looked around. We said, everybody in the community knows Henry. So we'll just ask people, what do they think? Should we invite Henry to come? And we asked, and there was a, just a, a complete yes from the whole community. Henry helped us when Raymond was sick, and yes. So we wrote him a letter and just invited him to come. And uh, he was very touched by it. He was on sabbatical. He was looking for a home. He was uh, searching and praying, and he said this letter really touched him. He said nobody had ever asked him to do such a thing. And and it's so funny because in the letter we wrote, we said, we don't have any salary for you, but we'll let you have a month off a year and you can write books and then you can get money for yourself <laughs> to live. <laughs> and uh, and he didn't mind that at all. So he came for a three-year commitment and he stayed 10 years until he died. What an what a wonderful offer. We're not offering you anything other than a month off to write books. Yeah. And uh, uh, he, he, meanwhile, is giving up tenure, yes. giving up, you know, the academic. He's reached the, the, the heights. And yet, uh, I, something I love about Henry was he was always asking God, yeah. where am I supposed to be? Right. He was longing for L'Arche. I yeah. think he was longing for a community where he could really belong. Yeah. And you folks had something to give him. What a fruitful time that was. Yeah. Uh, I know it was in, in both your lives and in his life. If we're talking to an audience right now that's listening and saying, where, where could I learn more about this? What books would you recommend that they might read of Henry's that would capture some of that journey in his life? Well, he, wrote, he did write a book called The Road to Daybreak, which was a sabbatical year that he took in advance of coming. And uh, his questions are certainly in that book. And, uh, and after that, you know, he writes about his experience in the book that he, the classic book is the book Adam, God's Beloved, because Adam was a man with a disability that we invited Henry to take care of when he first came to Daybreak so he would get to know and to be really deeply part of the community of caring. And uh, he and Adam, through a journey, became very beautiful friends. And it was a big influence on Henry's life. Sue, I thank you so much for sharing that with me. If you'd like to hear more, if you'd like to hear a little bit about Adam's story, uh, we will have a second podcast that you can go to and you'll hear a little bit about what happened with Henry and with Adam. Thank you for joining us today.